Welcome to Thriving Moms of Autistics podcast, a free resource for moms raising young autistic children. I am your host, Dr. Christina Wilson. I created Thriving Moms of Autistics after years of experience working with families and having my own autistic child. I coach moms of young autistics one-on-one to tap into their strengths, create a supportive community, set firm boundaries, and raise their autistic child with confidence. Subscribe to the podcast and check out the earlier episodes so you don't miss a thing. Now, let's get to it. Hey moms, when your child was first diagnosed, you had a million questions and a million more fears and what ifs. The fear of the unknown is strong during this time. As your child um, develops and as your child grows, you consider new possibilities. In this episode, I explore the importance of self-care when you are entering a new territory with your child, and there will be many. Find the full transcript for this episode at thrivingmomsofautistics.com slash 30. Please share the podcast with other moms to help them grow in their autism journey too. You can do so by leaving a review on Apple Podcast. I appreciate you. So when moms of autistics shift their thinking from impossible to possible, as moms of autistics, our dreams for our child change with the diagnosis. We come to accept that there will be experiences that we will not likely have with our child. As time goes on, many of our original questions are answered. We learn this through trial and error throughout the developmental process. We start to see what the future actually holds. And this can be a bit overwhelming, but you were made for this, Mama. I truly believe that. Emotions and fears can weigh heavily on moms of autistics. Now, this is completely normal for all of us. Please don't beat yourself up over this. It's a very human experience to fear the unknown. You're not weak. In fact, moms of autistics are incredibly courageous and so gritty. Nevertheless, those emotions will be present along the way. In previous episodes, I explored how anxiety impacts mom's body and mind. So find episodes related to this topic at thrivingmomsofautistics.com for more and then click on self-care and boundaries under topics. That's where you find them. In previous episodes, I gave you a variety of ways to deal with stress and anxiety. Now in this episode, I relate this to milestones and events that you thought might not ever be possible. So scary milestones that moms of autistics are unsure about. There's many. (laughs) Now, we live in Indianapolis, and we can hear the cars practicing for the Indy 500 at our home every year. 
And it's such an exciting time in Indy. Indy is just bustling. Our son loves cars. He loves racing and measuring distances. However, he does not love noise. And the older he gets, the more he hates the noise. Nor does he assess danger well. So crowds and traffic are barriers to his safety and many options for us. Attending events at the track was just a dream for us for many years. We did not expect it to ever become a reality until it did. My husband said, hey, let's go to carb day this year. I looked at him like he had three heads. (laughs) I reluctantly said, yes. I didn't think he was serious, but he was. (laughs) I'm all about planning ahead and all things in life. Anybody who knows me knows that. They they know that I like rules and I like planning. Um, Yes, I am one of those. (laughs) This is a good trait to have as a mom of an autistic. And if you didn't have it already, you probably do now. So I alerted his BCBA to get a social story together and assess the pros and cons of attending Carb Day. I am that mom that nails down every aspect beforehand, usually. But I had been slammed with my work for the last couple of weeks. So I handled it a little bit differently, um, which is unusual. But you do what you can, right? We're just one person. We can only do so much. So it turns out that being a mom of autistic is a lot of work. You know what I'm talking about. Throw in the daily life task, work, and you have a perfect storm sometimes. And that's kind of our normal, right? So I gathered some sensory goodies, headphones, water, sunscreen, snacks. One ball that I dropped was to do a full assessment of the parking lots and call ahead to alert them that we were coming. (laughs) Yes, I do. I do that. Um, To get a full analysis of what to expect as an autism family. I like to know what they have to offer families like ours ahead of time so so I can plan, basically. The day of... When I woke up, I'm not kidding, I was a hot mess because I didn't do that. And that was the one thing that I didn't do. And it wasn't like me, but you know, I'm not perfect. Um, I have a lot of ducks in the row, but I am still human. I could not let him sense my anxiety because you know they, they can sense it from miles away. We had a meeting with his BCBA that morning before we left for the event. So I worked out the kinks of my nervousness. And when, by the time I left the meeting, I was so much better. (laughs) Um, It worked out beautifully. And when the cars got too loud, he asked for a break. And we went into the car museum for a break. Many of our children can't verbally tell us their needs, but They communicate in other ways. And as moms, we are good listeners to however they're able to tell us, right? We're always 
most often two steps ahead. So this was our Everest. What's yours? And how do moms of autistics counter anxiety associated with taking steps to achieve their dreams for their family? Well, there are some steps that you can take um, when you decide to climb Mount Everest for your family. And these steps will help you decrease your anxiety along the way. So step one, get all the information to prepare. As moms of autistics, we need to plan because transitions can be really hard for our kids and for us. We taught our son his address, phone number, parents' names early on, as soon as, as, soon as we could. I, I'm thinking like five when he could start talking, but we would talk about it before because he was listening and he heard. Um, so if there was a way that he could let someone know, I think he would. But we, we started early, even before he was talking. We also have Project Lifesaver, um, a little bracelet for him, which is great for nonverbal children too. And if you're able to get that in the area that you live in, if it's offered, there's other options as well. Learn about the schedule for the events, the parking options, the bathroom locations, what type of food is going to be served? What are emergency officials? Um, who's going to be there? Where are they going to be located? And how to contact them if necessary? Where are all the exits located? And ask therapists to provide help um, or any providers that your child may have. Um, help them, um, give them some ideas um, to support with a social story. And a lot of children, they do well with the social stories. It helps decrease their anxiety when they know what to expect. If your child is not comfortable or is not on board with trying, they will not likely do well. So what do they want? What do they need? And we need to be mindful of that. Step two, prepare your mind and your body. Do your best to get enough sleep and rest ahead of time. I know that makes me giggle too, <laughs> but <laughs> you're like, yeah, right lady. <laughs> We do our best. We really do. Um, and some is better than none, right? So this can be a big challenge for us. Um, try, try some guided imagery or breathing techniques with soothing music to clear your mind before bed and before the event, just to kind of prepare your body. And I talked about this in a previous episode, and that's why I sent you back Um to the topics list um, because I do talk about this and I tell you how to do the breathing techniques um, and bring your body back to homeostasis when you're in a state of panic or feeling overwhelmed and anxious. Um, and we'll talk about guided imagery at some point too. I I'll, I'll do that um, sometime in the future. When you use guided imagery or some form of meditation to clear your mind and de-escalate, that does not mean that your mind won't latch back onto something else randomly. Because it will. And I can almost promise you that it will. It happens. Um, but be kind to yourself and give yourself permission to close that thought when it happens. Okay? Step three. 
you know your child best. Now, um, that you are aware of the event schedule, consider what might happen to throw your child off, right? You know them best and you know what tends to throw them off. So remember, we're two steps ahead. So give that some consideration beforehand. Think about ways to counter that. Things happen, happen that are so unexpected and that's okay. It is not a mom failure. It is life. You might role play some with your child ahead of time so that they know what to expect and feel supported. And this might seem like it's all about your child, this episode, but it is just as much about you too. Relaxing and preparing gives you a cushion for your own mental health. And be kind to yourself during the bumps along the way. It will all come together, Mama. I'm proud of you daily and all your courage and your grit to overcome these daily obstacles. Now, the big idea for this episode is to remember the importance of taking care of yourself, to prepare for big events and daily ones. Over the next week, consider the obstacles you wish to overcome in the future. All children have different needs and different abilities. As your child grows, what seems to be a potential reality? So let's meet up next week. See you then. Thanks for listening to Thriving Moms of Autistics podcast. Be sure to leave a review and tell other moms of autistics about the podcast. Let's support each other. Find the full transcript for this episode at thrivingmomsofautistics.com and be assured you are not alone in your journey.